welcome to Novel Finds, the podcast where we talk about your favorite books, our favorite books, and everything in between. Hey, I'm Maggie. And I'm Julia. And we're hitting you up today with the last episode of the season. (laughs) We really need to get some sound effects. We do. Let's Um, hit up Brady. We did our theme song. (laughs) And they did a great job. They did do a good job. Julia, how are you feeling knowing it is the final episode of the season? I mean, I'm really excited. It's also kind of weird. Like we're not actually talking about a specific book this episode because we're like wrapping up everything. That's true. Like a regular season finale, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) We're providing closure for our listeners. Yeah. And if we didn't provide closure, then I guess you have to keep listening. That's true. And we're here to make you feel like you have finished something. You finished season one of Novel Finds and you can hit us back up next season. Yeah. See the character growth and the (laughs) uh, new love interests and all of the other bookish things that you enjoy. (laughs) Season two is going to be really dramatic, you guys. It's where we hit our stride. Yeah. Spoilers. My love interest is plants. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll probably find a love for poison ivy. It's a spoiler even for me. The character, not the plant. I don't have any interest in touching the plant, Poison Ivy. That's really smart of you. I'm really happy you've made that decision. (laughs) Just wanted to make that distinction for you guys. No, thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) So let's get into it, Maggie. Let's do it. How about you kick us off telling us, yes, your favorite podcast books of the year? Okay. Um... Well, I I would say uh, The Night Circus, but that's been my favorite book for years, so I'm not going to say The Night Circus. But I really, really loved The House in the Cerulean Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave my copy to the the mom that I live with, and she gave it to the daughter, and the daughter gave it to a friend. And like the book has made its rounds in Sacramento, and I tell people to read it all of the time. And some people are getting it for Christmas this year. Spoilers. So that one, uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue, is just is out of my realm of like reading genres. And it was so funny. Like, I just need to read it again. Um, And A Court of Thorns and Roses. While that book in the series is not my favorite book, I'm really glad that I read it and now have a new favorite book from that series. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Well, unlike you, Julia, I am still going to say The Night Circus because it is my (laughs) all-time favorite book. And we talked about it on the podcast. So it's making my- We did. (laughs) So The Night Circus. Um, I also did House in the Cerulean Sea. You guys, I cannot recommend this book enough. It's so good. It's like how I felt when I watched season one of Ted Lasso. It's like Uh. such good, pure- energy and you just want everyone to be happy and it's beautiful we've talked about ted lasso on the podcast haven't we i think a little bit vaguely or was it on the patreon oh no we like deep dived in our patreon about our love of ted lasso yeah well your love of ted lasso my love of roy kent absolutely and Uh. that works for us Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i also on my favorite list i also did akotar I mean, my favorite is the same as yours, Juliet. It's the second in the series. Mm-hmm. But I haven't read like a fantasy series in so long. And so I think it was just nice for me to like get back into that genre. Yeah. Um, and I really, really appreciated that. Yeah. I mean, it's been years, I think, since I've read like a fantasy series, not just like a single book. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, I really, I think it's been years. So it was really nice to get back at that. And then I also have to give a huge shout out to Beach Read. I mean, this is probably how you felt about Red, White, and Royal Blue. Beach Read yeah. is a romance. It's like a it, – it feels like a modern Pride and Prejudice. Very yeah. enemies to lovers. I mean, I didn't read it, but from what you described of it, I could see that. Yes. And it's about two authors. <laughs> And that was that is cool. just up my street, and I, I loved it. 
It's your niche. It. <laughs> it really is. Yes. Yeah. For real. But I loved it. I loved it so much. So That's awesome. Yes. Yes. Do you have a favorite episode from this season? Yeah. You know, that was really hard for me to pick, but I picked the two where I felt like we had the most fun and where I sort of let my literary freak flag fly. Yeah. <laughs> so I did Baby or a Firework, which is where we talked about red, white, and royal blue. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. one of our more recent episodes, This is Halloween, where we talked nice. about Frankenstein and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And I talked a whole lot about metaphors. So yes, you, you did. Enjoy that. <laughs> so it was hard for me to pick, too. I. Yeah. I ha- I think this is Halloween is my overall favorite. Yeah. Why is Just, it your favorite? Well, I really enjoy that I got into theories that I had and I thought that I did. I mean, I know I said most characters are probably gay in it. You but did, yeah. that is quite a bit of character analysis considering that I don't do character analysis. So I was thinking about it. That's um, true. And like some, oh, Shelby sent me an article that was actually confirming that most of the characters probably are gay. No way. Frankenstein. Yes. Um, And Mary Shelley herself was bisexual. And so I was like, ah, awesome. I feel feeling validated. You should link that. I will. I think it might be in our podcast Instagram, but I'll check. Yes, we should make sure that the people can see that. That is so awesome. Thank you, Shelby. Yeah. Love it. It's coming in clutch. (laughs) Julia, how do you feel if I hit you up with some top top moments of the season? Okay. I could do that. Okay. Great. Um, So these are what I chose as our top five. But if you have something that you're dying to share at the end. Okay. Totally let us know. I love that. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So here are my top five moments. Um, We've had a few authors like and notice our posts on our Instagrams, Scott Westerfield. And freak out every time. Freak out. We screenshot it to each other. I have like a folder on my phone of the screenshots (laughs) of authors liking our posts. Yeah. TJ Klune, I think, was one of the first ones. Yes. And it was a because, big deal. Yeah. Well, it is a big deal. And he wrote House in the Cerulean Sea, you guys. Yeah. That one, who, Adrian Tooley mm-hmm. is really cool. She wrote The Sweet and Bitter Magic, which we didn't talk about on the podcast. But who else? Oh, Alex Harrow. Alex yes. E. Harrow, who wrote 10,000 Doors of January. Very cool. Sometimes Very cool. responds to our messages on Instagram. It is Amazing. It makes us feel so special, you guys. Mm -hmm. So I had to include that in our top moments. We're going to talk about it a little bit more later, but we had an episode that has hit over 350 downloads. And that's a big deal for us, you guys. Seriously. A big deal, I think, in general. (laughs) Because combined, we don't know 350 people. No. (laughs) Which means strangers are listening. So thank you. It's so funny. <laughs> we we love it. It's like our favorite thing is to see how many downloads this episode will get because it just keeps climbing. Mm-hmm. Getting reached out to do author interviews. We have been contacted from a few different marketing teams or different authors themselves who have self-published to read their books and have them on the podcast. And that's just so special to me. I love that we are getting asked to do that. Um, I love that too. And I really want to do more of those. Uh, More on that later. Um, Heyo. And getting to interview the classic Jane Austen. She's pretty dope. Yeah. um, That was a major life moment for me. Mm -hmm. I love her Instagram account. She is an incredible person in real life. And I just had a lot of fun chatting with her. Well, we we had a lot of fun chatting. With we her. yeah, we did. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, she's very cool. Yeah, very very cool person. I like cannot recommend her Instagram enough. Mm-mm. Same same same. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, Julia, I'm gonna get a little cheesy and emotional on you, but tis Aww. 
the Christmas season. Okay. So my final moment of the season, I just actually wanted to say in general, I am so proud of us and I'm so happy to be doing this podcast with you. You're such a good friend to me and I love every episode that we've shared together. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Gross. (laughs) All right. Maggie, we learned so much this year about podcasting. What is the newest addition to your resume? What did you learn this year? A few really big things that stuck out to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned how to host professional interviews. Yeah. And I interviewed an author. You've interviewed an author. Mm -hmm. Very big deal. I felt like I was on Good Morning America or something. Had to put on my professional hat. Yes. Very cool. And also, I learned how to do sound editing at a very amateur level. I mean, you guys have heard the episodes, but I've gotten better, and, and it's something I've really learned. Growth curve, learning Absolutely. curve. That's learning what I'm curve. going for. <laughs> uh, what about you, Julia? Well, first and foremost, I learned how gain works on a microphone. Yes, same. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was real wonky in the beginning of our season. And I feel like if I just don't touch any of the knobs on my microphone anymore, we should be good. There we go. (laughs) That's the spirit, lady. (laughs) Yeah. And then I also, I mean, it's still incredibly tough. So if someone wants to reach out to help me with it, very, very rudimentary bookkeeping. You're doing a great job with that. Thank you. It's just, it's one of those things where I'm like, it's got a bunch of numbers and words involved and I didn't take business classes in high school or college. And so I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants Mm -hmm. and trying my best to hope that we don't get audited, which I don't think we will. We don't make enough money for that. Um, We don't make make nearly (laughs) enough money to get audited. (laughs) We don't, but in case we make it big, I do want to like have the foundation of all of this stuff ready to go and and stuff like that. So uh, very rudimentary bookkeeping when I remember to do it about once a month. Nice. I'm really proud Mm -hmm. of you. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Julia. Yeah. Tell the people, what is one of the most surprising things that has happened on our podcast? One of the more surprising analytics, if you will. <laughs> uh, I got two of them. Is that okay? Please. Yes. Okay. So the first one, kind of like what we mentioned earlier, oh, 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 it's magic. That episode has, I think last time I looked, 355 listens on it. And we we don't know that many people. And so it's very surprising in terms of like, oh, this is the episode that that makes it big. Um, I mean, to be fair, we're talking about two incredible novels. In that we episode. are. We are. And I feel like a lot of people can really connect with one, Quarren reads when mm-hmm. we were stuck in our houses and just doing whatever. And two, Addie LaRue became super popular and like we talk about Addie LaRue in that episode neither of us did it because it's a popular book it was just a favorite and it just worked out like that true true yeah so maybe we can do that again next season I know fingers crossed we get another Uh, winner but it's fine I uh it's just really funny to me that that's the one that's in the 300s it is it's just random yeah like we have others that are in like 150s to 200 range, but that one is just so much larger, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool. Also, one or two people listen to our podcast via Amazon smart speaker. Who are you people? <laughs> I don't know. But the fact that you say like Echo play novel finds and it works is just so funny to me. It tickles um, me. Yeah. And I yeah. love it. I love it. Maybe our and next I, goal should be to be on like an Amazon Echo um, commercial. Like instead of them being like, Echo, play Taylor Swift. It'll be Echo, play novel finds. <laughs> and we'll be on Hulu ads across the country. 
Oh my gosh, that would be kind of cool. Kind of like BuzzFeed Unsolved, except yeah. it's like BuzzFeed Novel Finds Book Talk. Just as important, I think. Probably. <laughs> uh, Maggie, what would you say is our weirdest analytic? Yeah, it was really hard for me to define what would be the weirdest thing, honestly. Yeah, I threw a weird one out there too. <laughs> yeah, weird is so subjective. But I thought it would be interesting if I just sort of gave um, an idea of where people are listening. Oh, yeah. Um, so unsurprising, of course, most of our listeners are in North America. So we have mm-hmm. 76% of listeners are in North America. Coming in last, we have 1% in South America and 1% oh. in Africa. That's cool. We have 3% of our listeners from Asia. Decent amount of downloads <laughs> there. And 16% from Europe, which is very exciting as nice. well. Nice. I know. So it. if we went to Europe, people might know us. Possibly. I mean, mostly my classmates, Maybe. but a few strangers as well. Because <laughs> if you, you can then sort of break down, but there are people from Germany listening and I don't live there. You remember when we mentioned that person from France? Yeah. They don't listen anymore. I know. We scared them away. I'm Unless sorry. they moved. Oh, that's possible. Maybe they moved to Germany. Maybe. When you look at the United States uh, analytics, the breakdown of like city and states, mm-hmm. do you ever claim those listens? Because I absolutely claim all of the Michigan ones. As you should. Yeah. <laughs> I do sometimes. Michigan and, and Georgia. Yeah. And California. I claim those three states and the rest of them are are up for grabs. <laughs> yeah, well, Mich- Wisconsin's definitely me. New yeah. York is probably me. Chicago um, is you. Chicago's totally me. Although Edinburgh is definitely my cousin. Me. I have I have a cousin that listens to our episode that lives in Chicago. So I get one. Very true. <laughs> no, very true. You make a good point. <gasps> we have someone listening in Moscow. Thank Ooh. you. Oh my gosh, I'm very obsessed with Moscow for no reason. That's not true. It's because I like Russian literature. I think I might when it's a little warmer. Yeah. See if you can find the listener. I'll I'll do my darndest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Julia, Uh, what are some of our plans for next season? Ooh, get ready, guys. So while we are taking a holiday break... We are going to continue our Patreon. Our Patreon keeps going. Um, On that, we have Q&A episodes and then also mini-sodes where we talk about like what we're reading in our personal lives, kind of that. And then Maggie and I kind of split also. And right now, I'm doing um, like book unboxings. Mm-hmm. for my book subscription that I have and Maggie does whatever she wants because she doesn't <laughs> she yes, doesn't well, have a book subscription. I do not, unfortunately. I should get one, but I don't have one. Right now I'm doing um sort of book reviews of the different bookstores that I find here in Edinburgh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have two coming up this month. I'll be posting two more. Or well, one will have already been posted by the time this episode comes out, but another one coming up before the new year. Right, so get ready right for that. Right. Yeah. So our Patreon will continue if you miss us and our episodes and want to hear something new, sign up for our Patreon and you will hear something new. That's right. Uh, just a thought. We also, our episodes are going to start up again in full force on March 6th. And then continuing with the every other week thing that we've got going on, the schedule. It's every other week from March 6th. Uh, Also, even though we're coming back in March 6th, we have a special episode that's going to come out in January that's going to promote uh, the re-release of a mystery novel that we were contacted for. So keep your eyes open for that. Yes. In the podcast future we're going to do more author chats like our plan Mm -hmm. is to get as many authors as we can and they'll be like slightly shorter than our regular book Mm -hmm. episodes they'll be probably like 
25 to 30 minutes long. And obviously new Patreon content all of the time. We're going to be coming up with different stuff. Um, my book subscription is ending soonish. And so I have a plan that's really funny and I don't know if I should say it, but I'm going to just so okay. I can hold myself accountable for it. Do um, it. so you're, you're reviewing bookshops right now. Mm-hmm. And I decided, I think last night actually, <laughs> that I wanted to reread a series of unfortunate events. And so what I'm going to do is a summary of unfortunate events and do like one book every month with just me talking through the, the crazy summary that is this series. I love that. Thank I love you. that so much. Yes. It's fun. So, 10 out yeah. of 10. Yeah. Um, so those are our plans for the next season. Maggie, do you have any goals for ne- for the podcast? Not I do. necessarily just next season. Yes. Yeah, so a few goals for the podcast. I want to do more interviews with authors. I know we mentioned that as a plan because we are getting contact contacted, which is so great and so lovely. And if you have author friends, have them hit us up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to just continue doing more, more interviews. I would love to start a book club on the Patreon. Ooh, you should. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I'm thinking about what that would look like, but I would love to be able to do that. I think that would be so much fun to maybe even do like a live book club or a book club episode, figure out what we want to do with that. But I would yeah. love to do that. And then, of course... I really want to get some merch. I mean, I at least want a mug. <laughs> I want a mug and I want a sweatshirt of my own podcast. I want that so badly. <laughs> yeah, I want something with my face on it. <laughs> <laughs> so here's hoping 2022 is the year that we get um, sweatshirts with our faces on them. Woo! I'll wear the sweatshirt with your face on it and you <sighs> can wear the one with my face on it. Perfect. And we'll I have like it. a catchphrase coming off of the face obviously and then we'll have mugs with our logo and it'll be great (gasps) that'd be fun what do you want your catchphrase to be oh gosh is it we heckin did it It, i just feel like that's has to be my catchphrase just because i say it all the time you you say heckin a lot i do which is i i find adorable which is why i made that (laughs) like Thank you. The the closer for our podcast episode. I've noticed since moving here, Julia, I say diggity dang a lot and it is alarming. That is alarming. <laughs> Someone stop me, please. Oh, you need like a spray bottle. We'll get <laughs> we'll get your friends a spray bottle every time you say diggity dang. Just Seriously though. Uh, <laughs> I think our, my catchphrase would be time is a construct. Oh, 1000% that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I needed to squeak one in there before the end of the season. Guys, yes. time is a construct. Oh, you know what else I noticed that I say a lot when I'm editing the editing these is what? Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Alexis Rose. Thank you so much. So much. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh, like you guys could play a drinking game, some of these episodes, with how many times I say thank you so much. That would be so funny. Well, we should come up with a drinking game. We really should. We can yeah. um we can post it for like the new year. A new ah, year drinking game. <laughs> right. Binge listen to our episodes. Obviously, what a way to ring in the new year. <laughs> um, well, Julia, what about you? What are some goals that you have for the podcast? So I really, I have mine, one of mine is also to create some merch and get that out there. Mm-hmm. But in order to do that, I really, I don't know how I can expand this goal other than I would like more followers on Patreon. Yeah, like, for sure. They are really awesome and like doing this is absolutely not about the money, but if I don't have to fund creating merch, that's more likely for us to get merch. True. True that. Um, Also, our Patreon is super cool and I think more people should follow it. In 
the realm of speaking to authors, I would like to speak to V.E. Schwab and hopefully not cry. Oh, God. Here's hoping. (laughs) I'll cry before when when they agree to talk to us and then – and then I'll be chill, maybe. There we go. No, you sounds I like you have a plan. I do need to ask VE about that Everyday Angels series that I took a picture of and sent to you. <gasps> yes. Um, because I swear to whatever you hold holy, um, I had no idea that she wrote these little like middle grade books. Even though, like, it's Victoria Schwab on the bottom of the book, it's a pink book with two young girls on it. And I'm just like, this doesn't seem in her realm. This doesn't seem like something she would write. <laughs> but it was. And I was like, I had no idea because it's not, it's no one talks about it. I know. No one talks about it. Nobody. So we need to talk about it. We have to, you guys, maybe we should just post a picture to our podcast because, or like our Instagram, because mm-hmm. you guys, these look like nothing that V.E. Schwab would ever write. No, it's bizarre. Like I, I can do a comparison picture. Yes. We're going to have to. Cause it's so weird. Um, but I didn't find it. Um, the mom that I live with. We she went with me to dumpster dive for books, and so she found it in the dumpster. Nice, yeah. She's looking out for you. She was. She's like, "Oh, look, it's Victoria Schwab," and I was like, "No, I think that's a different Victoria Schwab." <laughs> Just <laughs> no. looking like, uh, no, I don't, I don't think that is. But I yeah, grab the book. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then we read the author bio on the back, and I was like, "Oh, well, it is Victoria Schwab." Oh dear. Oh no. <laughs> it was uh an eye-opening experience. Oh dear. <laughs> so Maggie, yes, the world needs to know. Yes. How many books have you read this year? Well, I will be honest with you guys. As of right now, it is November 28th and I have mm-hmm. read 89 books. Shoot. So yeah. And I'm uh, I'm hoping for a hundred, hoping for an even hundred. I'm so busy with school right now, but my last assignment is due December thirteenth. So I'm hoping I can power okay. through some books mm-hmm. by the end of the mm-hmm. year. We'll see. Yeah, I could see that. I think so. I think I could do it. What about mm-hmm. you, Julia? Where are you at? Um, I have read seventy-seven books this nice. year so far. Thank you, and. I mean, again, it's only November 28th. I am incredibly busy over the holiday season with various events. And so I'm really just hoping to get to 80. Great. That's a really good goal. Yeah. Yeah. Which is still like 30 more than I read last year. So Yeah. Well, what do you have a top five favorite or just a few favorites? I do. I, I have a top five. The first is obviously The House in the Cerulean Sea cannot love that enough um yes it's beautiful love that book i listened to the audiobook recently mm-hmm. and it's so cute it's so cute um next is the a court of mist and fury which is the second in the akotar series uh then we've got carry on by rainbow rowell it's hmm. like if the characters in Harry Potter actually communicated with each other. Oh, um, true. <laughs> um, then The Blood of Olympus by Rick Riordan. It, that is the fifth book in the second series that he wrote, the Heroes of Olympus series. Mm-hmm. I just really like that in that he was taking the Greek camp and the Latin camp and doing a crossover. Is like oh. that's the, that's like the final crossover book, and I love crossovers, so um, that was fun. That's a favorite, uh, and then Vicious by V.E. Schwab. Nice, good picks, mm-hmm. Julia. Thanks. What about you? Um, so I also have House in the Cerulean Sea, 
because again, it's amazing and perfect mm-hmm. and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I also have a court of mist and fury. Because <laughs> it is, it's so good. I can't, it's so well plotted. And I think that that is what is like, there's so much good character development. The structure is brilliant. It moves at such a good pace. Love it. 10 out of yeah. 10. Yeah. Um, and we, we get to see like feminist characters that are men. That's right. And that's a really big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. It shouldn't um, be a big deal, but it is. But it is. <laughs> um, also, Girl, Woman, Other by Bernardine. Oh, gosh. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Ivaristo. It was nominated for the Women's Book Award. It is about a ton of women living in London and uh, mostly women of color living in London. And every single chapter is another woman's story, but it goes like in order. So it's like the mom and then the daughter and then her friend and then her girlfriend and then her teacher. And it's like they all lead to each other. It is so well written. I mean, it's like poetic in the best way. I love it. Julia, I think you would really like that book. All right. All right. Um, the I'll Deep. Write it down somewhere. Yes, please. The Deep by Solomon Rivers. Did you read that book? Um, this is, I did not. This is the book. I think I talked about this on the podcast already where it's about. Is this the um, mermaid one? It's the mermaid one. Yes. So it's on slave ships. Um, women who were pregnant were kicked off the boat. And as they fell into the ocean, their babies in their bellies turned into mermaids. And it's like this society of mermaids. And only one of them holds their memories of what their lives used to be on land. And it gets to be too much pressure Mm -hmm. for her. And it's about what it means to like remember your culture and celebrate that. It's really beautiful. And it's about mermaids, which 10 out of 10. Um, I'm glad that you have this in your list because it's one that I actually did want to read, but I couldn't remember the title of it. Okay, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and lastly is The Flat Share by Beth O'Leary. This is a rom-com and I know what you're thinking. Maggie, please stop <laughs> recommending rom-coms to us. But this is a rom-com in all of the best ways, okay? Number one, it's British and it's cute. And number two, the characters are amazing. And number three, not only is it romance, but it also discusses really important things like PTSD and the injustice in the prison system. And it's just amazing. And I read it in a day and you will too. I like that. All right. So there we have it. But Julia. Three new books to read. Yes. Did you DNF any books this year? DNF did not finish. I was really hoping that's what that meant. <laughs> so I was like, uh, just in context, I'm going to hope that it's uh, did not finish. Yes, there are some books that I started and did not finish this year. The Once in Future Witches by mm. Alexi Harrow. Queen, I love The 10,000 Doors of January, but I just couldn't get into The Once in Future Witches. The Absolute Book, uh, I believe that's by Elizabeth Knox. I have not heard of this book. It looks really cool. I judged Hmm. it by the cover. And I got actually quite far into it before I just lost steam and quit. I was like, I mean, maybe at a later date, but it just, it wasn't hooking me very well. This is where I leave you. Oh, Uh, I didn't yeah. finish it. I do plan on finishing it before the new year. Okay. Um, and then Under the Whispering Door. Again, <gasps> I do plan to finish it. Okay. I just I just stopped partway through. Like I didn't have the brain space for it, it sure. in that current moment. That's fair. And so the last two books I do plan on actually finishing. Uh, the first two, probably not. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's okay. You? What about you? Well, I did not finish A Prayer for Owen Meany. Oh, shoot. Didn't finish that either. (laughs) Um, uh, It's a book that we read on our podcast, one of our guests' favorite books. And I can understand why, but it just wasn't for me. It's just not for me. And um, that's okay. 
I really couldn't get into it. So um, I did not finish that one. I did not finish Midnight Sun. Um, I think, again, I might not be in the right headspace for it. Um, I did recently do a Twilight rewatch of all of the movies. So maybe now (laughs) is like a good time for me to attempt it again. But it was like every time I opened the book, I would be a chapter in. And I was like, I just can't handle Edward's moodiness for 500 pages. I I laughed throughout that book. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And then also Dune, Mm -hmm. which... I really want to read because it's so important for science fiction and I really loved the movie. But I the think the movie was good. The movie was so good. And I think part of the issue is that I started reading it like my physical copy is in America. And mm-hmm. so I was reading my online copy and I think I just couldn't handle reading it on my laptop. So I'm wondering if I have my physical copy it'll be easier because I kept having to like go back a few pages and reread something if I was confused and it it was just not vibing for me. So I I didn't have the headspace for it at all. So I'm really hoping to finish Dune in 2022, but it's a big maybe on Midnight Sun. (laughs) Well, we're going to, we're going to have a Twilight episode next season. You have to read Midnight Sun. (laughs) You're right. You're right. I do. I'm going to have to read it. Uh, you want to know what really, really annoys me so about badly. Midnight Sun? Yes. I love I love the book. It's so funny. But it is not the same size as my other Twilight books. <gasps> it is like a quarter of an inch taller, and it drives me freaking nuts. Why did they do that? I don't know, but I'm furious. Every as time you should I, be. Every time I look at that, those four, five books – are on the bottom shelf of my bookshelf because I can't bear to look at it. It drives me crazy. Julia, I'm really sorry to hear that. That's really Thank annoying. You. I just wanted to share my ire with you. You don't deserve to have that happen. I'm really sorry. No one does. No, it's no not one does. just me. I'm so sorry, Julia. Thank you. That's Thank really you. annoying. I the the publishing company should have done better. They should have. Yeah. If we were working there, they would have known. Actually, I probably wouldn't have thought about it until later. Uh, And then been like, guys, we messed up. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Maggie, what genre did you read the most this year? Um, I'm going to give you my top three genres that I read. Um, I read a whole lot of romance. Who was I this year in 2021? (laughs) Um, I don't know. I don't know. Not like Nora Roberts, you guys, but like Beach Read, Red, Right, and Royal Blue, Flat Share. Lots of romance was read. A lot of fantasy and a lot of magical realism, which is my favorite genre. So I'm glad I was able to read a lot of magical realism this year. Um, What did you read the least of this year? um, Historical fiction, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't read a whole lot of that. And (laughs) I actually don't mind historical fiction. I think it gets a pretty bad rap, but I wasn't vibing with it this year, I guess. Didn't read too much. What about you? Well, for most, it's, I feel like it's an obvious answer is fantasy. I, the most I read was fantasy and magical realism. And then the least would be nonfiction and poetry. Okay, well, to be fair, I didn't read any nonfiction. <laughs> I, I read one. Um, so I couldn't really count that, I felt. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to count ones that like I did read at least one of. I read one poetry and one nonfiction. I was yeah. like, all right, I'm good for the next two or three years. I read two books of poetry this year. Shoot, got me beat. I read uh, Flower Crowns and Fearsome Things, hmm. and it was interesting. Is is I liked the illustrations that it had. Yeah, but I think my most favorite book of poetry that I've ever read is Egghead by Bo Burnham. <laughs> I didn't know he had a book of poetry. He does. It reminds me of like a dirty Shel Silverstein. Okay. I'm going to have to read that. Yeah. It's it's very good. It didn't feel like a waste of money for me to finish a book in 30 minutes reading it. 
No, totally not. Yeah, that's kind of why I don't read poetry, because it doesn't take very long for me to read it. I don't get the emotional response they're looking for. And it's like 20 bucks for a book that I finish so quickly. Yeah, true, 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 true. And that's tough. Yeah, so I just don't read a lot of it. So, Maggie. Yes. Are you looking forward to any new releases in 2022? Yes, I am. There are three books that I'm really excited for in 2022. Um, I know one of them is the same, so I'll kick off with that one, and that's Gallant by V.E. Schwab. I am really excited for Book Lovers by Emily Henry, who wrote Beach Read and is writing another book about people who love books falling in love. Wow. Cute. I might actually read that one. Yeah, it sounds (laughs) really cute, and I'm really jazzed. And... Lastly, The Paris Department by Lucy Foley. I know nothing about this book, but I really enjoy Lucy Foley. Um, yeah. The Guest List, one of my favorite thrillers. Yep. So I'm really excited to give it a read. That'll be really cool. Yeah. What about you? Nice. Uh, so obviously Gallant by V.E. Schwab, as you said, because it's the same. Uh, I'm very, very excited for the paperback version of A Court of Silver Flames. Oh, yes. Uh, Not so I can break the binding necessarily, but because all of my other Court of Thorns and Roses books are paperback and I don't like mismatching if I can help it. Uh, So I just have to wait until September of 2022. Yes. Just. And it's like 10 months away. You're close. (laughs) Next, the sequel to This Poison Heart called (laughs) This Wicked Fate by Kaylin Bayron. Kaylin Bayron, maybe. I hope it's Bayron. Kaylin Bayron. That'd be funny. Yeah, that um, be, that's a good name. That is a good name. But that this Poison Heart was an Owl Crate book that I got that was mm. so good. It's so good. It kind of remind it not reminded me. It has Greek mythology in it and mm. it has a bunch of really cool characters in it. It's a very um like casually LGBTQ book, which is very cool. It's, I mean, they just happen to be in the spectrum of that. And the story isn't necessarily about that. It's just that that's who they are. And then there's also a story. Um, And it's, I believe, a YA novel, which is really cool to me. So the sequel to that, This Wicked Fate coming out, and then (laughs) – I don't know that this book is coming out in 2022, but I'm crossing my fingers because we've been waiting for it for 10 years. Uh, The Doors of Stone by Patrick Rothfuss. Is this in that just series that you watch or you read? Uh, yes, it is the third and final book in the King Killer Chronicles. Okay. The first one came out in 2007. The second one came out in 2011. Oh, boy. And it is now 2021, and we don't have the third book. It well, is I really tr- hope – sorry, I keep interrupting you. I really no, hope that you, okay. you get it. I hope you get that book. <laughs> I hope we do, too. I mean, I love Patrick Rothfuss and don't rush it if it's not ready. But also, if it is ready, please don't wait to publish it. Right. Um, because you're driving everyone crazy. I listen to a podcast called The King Killer Chronicles, and it's just like these three dudes talking to each other about theories and whatnot and like going into deep dives of the books. Um, But you really have to have read the books in order to understand what they're saying. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, like they go chapter by chapter, but they don't really stick in the chapter. Like they'll say, oh, we're going over chapter 15, but then they talk about stuff that happens in the second book in relating to chapter 15 of the first book. Like it's, it's easier to understand if you've already read it. Right. Uh, That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I put it on in the background sometimes. Hmm, That's really nice. Yeah. They have really long episodes. Oh, how long? They're like three hours long. (gasps) That's really long. It's a really long thing to commit to. I usually don't listen to a full episode in one sitting. Well, how could you? (laughs) Even if you really wanted to. Yeah, it's so long. 
It's just like a, a huge chunk of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's how awesome the books are. They they have that much content to talk about. Um, yes. Which is why like those are books that are worth rereading. Absolutely worth rereading. Yeah. Oh, I totally get that. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Julia, is this yeah. our last question? <sighs> it is. Well, Julia, yeah. what are you doing for the holidays? I am reading whatever books I want. <laughs> but also, I am staying in California for Christmas and New Year's. It'll be my first year doing that, which is odd, but it's okay. I've been to Michigan so many times this year that they don't begrudge me not coming home for Christmas. Well, that's really nice of them. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, so while I'm here, I have a couple of events that I'm hosting for my other job. We're doing like a Christmas sing-along. <gasps> and I'm also going to host a murder mystery party, a murder at the ugly Christmas sweater party, which I believe will have already been done by the time this episode airs. Oh. By like a day. Okay. I also have um, Lion King Jr. Yeah. They're, they're performing uh, early December, like second week of December. So it would have been a week okay. ago. Um, and I'm very excited for that. I am very excited for you. Happy Thanks. holiday in advance, Julia. Thanks. Happy holidays. I'm doing a lot. You really are. What are you doing for the holidays? Um, I am hopefully going home. Ooh. Um, I have my flight set for December 22nd and I will be home until New Year's Eve. And I'm hoping that happens. You never know with weather and mm -hmm. life, mm -hmm. but I'm really excited to be home. And I think it's going to end up being a busy week. This always happens where I go home for a week and my plan is to do nothing, but mm -hmm. it always turns out to be really busy, but I'm going to see family See friends. I want to go to Target so bad. You have no idea how much I miss Target. <laughs> Take family and friends with you to Target. I will. I'm going to do a photo shoot at Target, I think. <gasps> yes. <laughs> and post it as the thing I've missed the most. <laughs> I love it. That's <laughs> <Since> amazing. <laughs> living in Scotland. And yeah, I'm just really excited to be home for the holidays and then I guess spend the new year in Edinburgh, which is kind of crazy. That'll yeah, that's that's really, really cool. Do they celebrate New Year? They have to, right? Yeah. I actually, um, I've heard from a few people that they do quite the party Ooh. on New Year's Eve. It's a very right. big deal here. So oh, I'll keep you in the know. So that'll be exciting. That'll um, be really exciting. And Julia, I know we just said it's the last question, and I'm totally putting you on the spot. That's fine. But do you have any book goals for 2022? Anything that you want to accomplish? I mean, not really. I don't like trying to force myself to do stuff because yeah. then I automatically like war against it. Totally. So I'm not going to put like a, you need to read this many books in the year. Cause like last year I wanted to read 52 books mm -hmm. and I think I got, I think I got to 50. Okay. Which is pretty solid. And like this year, I've already surpassed that. So maybe just surpassing what I end up reading this year. Okay. That might I think be that's great. Yeah. Um, but also, it's one of those things like if I end up reading like 120 books, there's no chance in hell I'm reading 121 books the next year. Like that just is so much. That's so many books. I have other things to do. I love reading and I spend most of my time reading uh, in my free time, but I don't want to only read. Right. Yeah. I get that. I mean, you have other things to do too. Yeah. What do you have any book goals for 2022? Um, the past two years, I've done a number, like a, a how many books do I want to read? Mm -hmm. But. I'm thinking next year, since I will be spending nine months of the year in grad school, that is a little bit too much pressure to put on myself because mm -hmm. 
I will want to accomplish the goal that I set out to do. So I think this year I want to make, I want to read books by many different authors. So I want to try to read. um, Yeah. I want to read a wide variety of authors from a wide variety of cultures and really just like expand my horizons, I guess, and expand what type of books that I typically read. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's just one of the things I'm hoping to do next year, I guess. I love that. We'll have so many cool recommendations. Yeah, I'm hoping so. You're branching out. I know, doing my best. Yeah, (laughs) all the new ones will be from you. I'm still going to recommend fantasy books, guys. Good. (laughs) Good, someone has to be consistent. (laughs) Fantasy and sci-fi. Yes. Um, Well, before we close out, um, I just want to wish everyone a happy holiday. Yeah. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy birthday if your birthday happens. Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) It's been so, so lovely this whole year. Can't believe we finished a whole season. And if you're looking to support the podcast over the holidays, we have a link via Instagram where you can quote unquote buy us a book if you want to support us financially. Otherwise, some of the best things that you can do are really to just share us with your family and friends. The way podcasts get popular is by word of mouth. So if you're looking Mm -hmm. to support us, tell your family, tell your friends that you love listening to our podcast, share us on your socials, and we really appreciate it. Yeah. And with that, we heckin' did it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved what you heard, like Maggie said, share us with your other bookish friends and family members. And if you're listening with Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate and review the show. And if you aren't already, subscribe to our Patreon. We will continue to release extra content. And if you're in certain tiers, you even get really cool merch that I designed myself. Yes, you did. Um, And I just talked about it, but you can choose to buy us a book, which is a one-time donation option through PayPal, which can be found in our link tree on Instagram at Novel Finds Podcast. Yeah. And if you have any book suggestions or questions, feel free to DM us on Instagram or email us at novelfindspodcast at gmail.com. Our email, Patreon, and Instagram handle can be found in our bio. Again, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you all later. March 6th. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>